We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Spider-Man. You get all the attention now. Ooh, I like that. Spider-Man. That might be called new nickname. Swider basket in a foul. Eddie Casey. Swider. Answer back. Swider from deep. Laces the three. Swider. And one. Count the bucket. Welcome back to the Swider Show, everyone. This is our anniversary episode, Patty. This is our one year since we released the released the podcast, and and who else will we have on this podcast besides the Buddy Beheim? The Buddy Beheim is back. His third time on the podcast is now breaking Jimmy's Jimmy's record from before, or tying Jimmy's record from before for being on the podcast for the third consecutive time. So we are a Beheim podcast, and uh, we're excited to have Buddy back. What's up, Bud? My guys, it's an honor, first of all. I saw Jimmy was on the week before in Towers of Records, so I was waiting for that text, so I'm happy I got it. And I think the anniversary kind of trumps it. It might be like a two-in-one thing, so I think I have the, the uh, up on Ooh. him. So, great to be back. That's the problem now for Jim is, like, he's digging himself in a hole where you have – I guess it's our fault, too, but you're the inaugural guest, and now anniversary, we brought you back. So, next milestone, we might have to have Jimmy on just to, like, heighten the competitiveness. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it, it, made, it made too much sense. So, like Cole said, we appreciate you joining us. Happy to be back. Hey, Patty, I think uh, we, we named Jimmy a correspondent in our in our last episode. I think it's time to name Buddy a correspondent as well in, on the Swider Show. No offense to uh, the great city of Detroit, but, like, a Greece correspondent just sounds a little cooler. So maybe we could we could find, like, another title for Bud. <laughs> I I don't know after after seeing his his new apartment I I think he he's he's worthy the new place hey, is nice I think Detroit is underrated from good food spots here so I think it's definitely growing on me it's it's a uh, it's similar to Syracuse so I like Detroit I think it's you guys you guys got to come out too you got to come out and spend a weekend with me I'll take you to the spots and we'll catch a baseball game we could do a yeah a live pod yeah could definitely do set something up don't. Don't compare. Don't compare Syracuse to Detroit. Syracuse <laughs> is a much better city than Detroit. <laughs> I think Syracuse is my favorite place, but I think Detroit is is pretty good. It's it's got got some perks to it. <laughs> hey, hey, P- Patty, what do they say about every city that sucks? It's got character to it. <laughs> <laughs> it is gritty. It's gritty here. We got a lot of character. Uh, but my first topic on the agenda, we'll get into how the off season was. Um, your decision to go back to Detroit, like we just mentioned, but I think why everyone's tuning in 
that knows our background, knows the history of the show, is uh, curious about me, one, being against three Patriots fans. I guess Bud still considers himself a Patriots fan, even though he hopped along for, like, I think within the last 20 years, roughly six of them. Coincidentally, he was a Patriots fan. But uh, <laughs> Cole and Adam are both Pats fans. You took an L from, wow. I don't know, a C, a C game from the Eagles at best, and you still couldn't beat him. So I don't know if you guys want to defend yourselves, but tough Sunday for you guys. I'll start. I'll start. When you look at the way that we start out the game and you guys weren't able to close us out, I, I, I look at it as, a, as, as convincing. You know what I mean? I, I feel convinced going into the rest of the season that we have a chance to make the playoffs. Jalen Hurts, we, we got him out of sorts. And I, I think we shot ourselves in the foot, and that's what cost us the game. But, but Adam will have a better analysis of the game. See, I haven't slept in three days um, thinking about my <laughs> response to this. Uh, here's what I'll say. The Eagles are very likely the best team in the league or supposed to be the best team in the league, and we lost to them because of a foot not getting in bounds. Um, week one, so there's lots of ways to grow. And our over-under total is six and a half wins on the season. I think we're going to smash through that. I think we're going to make the playoffs. I think the Bills are going to lose again this week. It's going to be a rough week for Jimmy Bayheim. And, uh, you know, we got some. Uh, we have some positive things to look forward to this season in a season where people are doubting us already. So don't doubt Bill. Yeah, I think, Patty, if anything, you should be a little nervous from that. Uh, I think the Patriots have nothing to lose this year, really. They they're coming in with not a lot of weapons on offense and they still managed Mac had over 300 yards, had a good game and, you know, they were down 16, nothing. So I think that's, I always trust Bill Belichick. I always be a Bill Belichick fan. Me and my dad will always root for him, but I'm kind of on the Detroit bandwagon right now. I think they're going to, okay. they're going to win the division, make the playoffs. But I do think that new England can make a round. I think they're going to make the playoffs, but I think they can, they'll definitely have seven to eight wins and, you know, we'll see Detroit, maybe Detroit, uh, Philly in the playoffs. It's just, it's a, it's a spot I didn't think I'd ever see the Patriots fans in, where you guys are talking about moral victories. <laughs> you got down sixteen zip off the bat. Yeah, sure, you played a fine game from there. The Eagles played about as bad poorly as they're going to play all season. And I don't know. Yeah, you guys. I mean, you had an opportunity to win the game, but you still lost by five. You didn't cover. Um. Yeah, I just don't know what to say. I was disappointed with the Eagles because we set ourselves at like a higher standard. You should win that game by at least 15 points. But I just look at it as we're like the mid-2010 Patriots now, and you guys are kind of like the rest of the NFL. So um, all those – Well, if you're, if you're the mid-2010 Patriots, if you're the mid-2010 Patriots, that, that includes like four Super Bowls. So – well, That's what I'm saying. That's what, we're, that's what we're building towards here. Jalen Hurts is a year older than I am. Too early to They're say. You gotta, you gotta win a Super Bowl first before you can start talking Patriots. Dimes. I mean, they won. They won one within the last. I don't know era. Yeah, but the Patriots. I'm just have saying. Won I'm just saying. Yeah, but it doesn't hold. It doesn't okay, hold two completely different rosters. Not point on my end. What I'm just saying is like, it's it's a little bit embarrassing on your guys' end to be talking about this game as if it's a win when you did not in fact win the game. It's a positive. It's not a win. It's a positive. All right. So it just shows where the two teams are. It's a positive for you guys, and you won the game. It was a negative for Philly fans, and they they won the game. Or you lost the game. You know what I mean. You know what I'm saying. I got an early yeah, The Eagles are the third best team in the NFC. In the NFC? Dallas, Dallas, oh, Dallas and the 49ers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
think those are those are my two picks to make the Super Bowl. Some real uh, no no recency bias there. <laughs> Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy. They got a complete team. That team is scary. That team is. I think that team is more complete. If Brock Purdy can make plays and get game manage, they'll be fine. Yeah, they are pretty stacked. They're definitely the number one. Their number one uh, concern if you're an Eagles fan, but. Listen, it's a new coordinator. It's a new offense. They're all getting adjusted. It's a tough place to play. You still win the game by five. You get out of there with a win. And uh, I don't know. I got like 13 and four in my sights. That's how I think it goes. They also play in about an hour. We're recording this on Thursday night. They're probably going to beat the Vikings by 10 to 13. A cool 10 to 13. Some kinks again. But Hey, hey, quick before we move on. We move on to asking Buddy a couple more questions. Um, Predictions for tonight. Buddy, you go first. Adam, I'll I'll go third, and then Patty will give an outrageous take last. Go ahead. Yeah. I got I got high scoring. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 28 Eagles. I'm gonna go 24 Vikings. I think their Vikings are gonna lose a lot of close games this year. Yeah, I have a similar thought. I think it's gonna be high scoring. JJ is gonna light up the Eagles defense, just like uh, Kendrick Bourne last week. They're not even comparable <laughs> wide receivers. And I'm comparing the- them right now. So <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be rough for you guys. Here's what I'll say. Uh let's go with a five point victory for the Eagles. But All things right. could things could flip very quickly. We'll see what happens. I'm gonna go uh thirty five thirty one um Vikings. Vikings I, I'm a bit I'm a big Kirk guy. Um uh, I think Kirk's going to come in clutch tonight, 35-31. And before before we move on to Patty, shout out to that uh, Philadelphia – he'll never see this, but the, the Philadelphia Eagles fan who uh, was out there at 445 this morning getting ready for the game. He might see this. <laughs> that, that guy strikes me as the type of guy that any type of content that's put, getting put out there for him, he's going to he's gonna chase it down. So, yeah, shout that video made my day. That's just how we do it. There's no other fan base that does it like that. Um. But as for my bud, what did you say your prediction was? 28-24, Philly. I like that a lot. Uh, I think it'll be a, a little bit of a struggle. I do think it'll be more high scoring, like you guys are saying. Eagles are pretty banged up already. They got Nicobe Dean out. Um, Blankenship's well. out. Bradbury's out. Yeah, Gainwell on offense is out. But I think it's kind of like a grinded out type win, but not in a grinded out way, if that makes sense. Like there's going to be a lot of – there's going to be a lot of stress involved tonight. And I think there's going to be multiple times where I think they're going to lose. But I think Jake Elliott wins it at the buzzer. I'll say 31-28, Eagles. Wow, okay. So we got an exciting game coming, hopefully. Yeah. But if they win like 38 nothing, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, good football talk, but we're going to move on to Buddy now. Um, well, Buddy, for... First off, I mean, you decided to go back to Detroit. Were there any other teams that, that you could have seen yourself going to, or, or you kind of had your heart set going, on going back to Detroit for year two? Yeah, I think I was kind of, you know, after summer league and, and just being around the new staff, I really enjoyed it. I uh, love what they're building here. But, uh, you know, I talked to my agent a little and obviously had a lot of E10 interest anywhere. He said just about, you know, 10, 15 teams, whatever it was. So a lot of interest after good summer league. And then, you know, Orlando was probably one of the more interested teams. They, you know, were thinking about two-way possibilities. So we were kind of waiting for that. And obviously, if you get that, you take it. But it ended yeah, up yeah. just being a training camp deal, which I think, you know, they 
I think they need shooting. That would have been a good place for me too. But uh, I've just been really happy with my first couple months of, of summer here and just really getting closer with the guys. And it's a good group. I really like what, what they're building here. So I think it was a, it was a no brainer to come back once everything, you know, worked out itself and uh, just really enjoying myself so far, really getting comfortable, getting close to the coaching staff. And it's been a great summer. So really excited for this year. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be back. How was, uh, how was your second summer league experience? Because I know that was one of the topics we talked about last summer. Um, we mentioned it with Cole, how you kind of like have your feet wet, you know, the, the ins and outs of being in summer league, of being in Vegas for 12 days. But how was, how was year two for you? Yeah, it was definitely uh, – I was much more prepared. I feel like just like going into the year, I think experience has been the best teacher for me uh, from year one. But uh, – just, I mean, from start of training camp, I just felt so much more comfortable, confident, uh, being more aggressive and shot really well in training camp. And it kind of translated to the first two games, obviously played really well and limited minutes. And you want to obviously play more when you're shooting the ball that well. But, um, you know, towards the end, uh, you know, I showed what I could do. I felt like even in limited time. And then towards the end, you know, definitely didn't play as well as I wanted to the last couple of games, but it's a long week and a half and you're not practicing the last couple of days. So I kind of got out of rhythm a little, but overall it was really fun and a good experience. And yeah, I think I'll, I'll build off that and was able to, you know, produce, you know, first two games or probably big two, two of our better games against good competition. So that was great. If you're a buddy Bayheim fan, you probably saw the G league TV post at one point where he was at averaging 62.8 points per 36 minutes. So uh, through his first two games, so so shout out to Bud for for those stats, man. I think my brother, my dad looked at my brother when he came and said that, and Jimmy just started laughing. My dad was really he's always fun to have at those games, and uh, my mom always has some good stories after those games. So it's uh, I did like you, in the crowd. Did you get to the point like you're getting screwed with playing time? We don't have to go on that road. But did you get to the point where you were like, like the first three you missed the game that I was at? I think it might have been your third game. And you missed your first three, and I was like, "Damn, that like brings me from ninety percent down to like seventy-five. Was that like creeping in because you were getting so much fanfare <laughs> for being like Buddy Beheim shooting eighty-five percent of three? <laughs> I just honestly wanted to keep shooting because I thought I was just going to keep making them. But uh, I took one of uh, the third game. I took one at the end of the quarter, like deep, just like not a good chance, and the whole bench. Those are the like, killers. Everyone yeah. on the bench was like, "Why would you do that? Like you're shooting." <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. Like, what if I make it? So I was just like, yeah, what if I make it? I don't have a conscience for that stuff. I kind of just think, oh, let me keep getting them up. But yeah, definitely. After I was like, man, I really could have probably been more conservative <laughs> at some points. But uh, you know, it's it is what it is. The shooter mindset, but the shooter mindset. Well, you, you brought you did you did yeah. I mean, you just brought up your dad, and this is the first time your dad hasn't coached a team in 47 years. Or I mean, he hasn't. A, it hasn't officially been a game yet, but what is it like being around retired Jim Beheim? Man, it's it's fun. You guys saw it. He just, you know, he just loves to to talk about basketball. Still, we'll have conversations. He he loves talking about this this upcoming team still, and we'll talk for a while. But uh, I mean, it's been fun. He's just been so much more relaxed and and really enjoyable all the time. He's not stressed about a recruit. He's not on the phone with a reporter or family or you know players parents so it's been really fun and it's just been it was a great summer one of the more enjoyable summers for for all of us to be at the lake to go golfing to 
have family dinners and uh we had a lot of we had a lot of good moments this summer and you know when you guys visited we had had a fun dinner and he's bringing out the jokes and, and he's just in a he's in a great great place right now and you know once the season starts he'll be he'll be ready to do some stuff so i think he'll probably call some games or something but he'll figure it out and it's been great though i think so far i would pay a lot of money to see a, a commentated game by coach Bayheim. we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's so funny. So my sister, college coach, your, your mom, your mom knows him really well. Harry Peretta. Uh, he he retired the year before my sister got there, but he started calling some games. But my mom was like, he was so biased towards the Villanova team that like, he couldn't <laughs> even call the games. <laughs> like he didn't know anything about the other teams. He he didn't he didn't study at all. But he he he's so brutally honest. He can't even like fake it. So he he had, he had to take a couple games off after that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's. Really good. Pretty much. That's what we're getting out of. Not saying that coach would do that. I'm just saying that that's that's been the uh, the trend for 40 40 year head coaches. Yeah, I think he, I really need. I, I'm kind of really want to see it, so I'm going to keep urging <laughs> to get get to that. So we'll, we'll see. That does have to happen, but but you mentioned the lake. I was very impressed. I think Swider would agree with me. First of all, the setup we talked about it unbelievable. Um, no surprises there, but I was also impressed with you just being full lake guy, like running the show on the dock, fishing. You had your setup in the shack there, like no shoes on the entire 24 hours <laughs> I was there. I know it was your first summer there and you said it was relaxed and everything, but did you like hit the ground running there or were you just cosplaying for us that weekend or did you see yourself becoming a lake guy this quick? Oh, definitely. Always. I mean, I love fishing. I've, I grew up fishing with my dad, so I kind of fell in love with it. Jimmy never was a fisher guy and didn't have the patience, but I was always that guy. So, you know, I was just itching to get out there. And that's the first thing I did when I got home. And really, whenever I came home, that's right where I went. I went there. I took the took the jet skis out. It took, a, it took a month to get them, but once we got them and the fish, the fishing boat is what I like the most. I'll get up at you know seven eight o'clock in the morning and i'll fish for five hours and uh me and my friend would fillet the fish every now and then uh catch a couple fish and, and cook them up and, and eat them so i think i adjusted pretty quickly probably quicker than the average person but i think i was kind of for it i've been preparing for it and yeah it's it's a 
unbelievable spot. So yeah, it was a, it was a great summer out there. Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, that's, that's a good catch up with, with Bud. Obviously, he's doing really well. Had a great summer on the lake and, and killing in Detroit right now. So we're going to head into, into Q's trivia right now. But, but before we head into Q's trivia, we just want to mention that last time or when we went up to Skinny Atlas, we saw Coach, and we asked Coach all the questions that we asked, that Adam asked us on the podcast, and he got every single one of them right. So if we were really to, to judge judge every, everybody, Coach would have won that, that show. So... Uh, we're gonna do Q's trivia today, ran by Adam. So, uh, Adam, take 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 the take the reins. All right. Well, this is the third week we're doing some trivia, and these ones, I think Coach Jim Beheim might get all of them, but we'll have to we'll have to see. He <laughs> better. So he yeah, better. <laughs> we're gonna do some Syracuse basketball trivia. What else is better than that for the anniversary episode? Um, tonight, today, there's gonna be ten questions, um, sixteen points available. I'll get into that in a minute. But uh, we're just going to get right into it. Some easy ones, some hard ones. Okay. Um, so you said Coach Jim 16 Beheim, points? 16 possible points. And don't worry, I'll, I'll keep right. track. All right. I'll keep track. All right, question number one. Like I said, some of them are easier. Some of them are a little harder. Uh, Coach Jim Beheim famously coached 47 seasons in Syracuse, New York. How many of those seasons did he miss the uh, postseason tournament, March Madness? Oh, man. An NCAA tournament? Uh, yeah, the NCAA tournament. Hey, are, are we including the uh, are we including the years? Not well. Are we including the COVID year A, and and B? Are we including the years that uh, they were they're on a tournament ban? Forty seven seasons. How many years? How many years? All right. Okay. Q. Oh, this is tough. How many years they missed? Right. Not not that they made it. Correct. The miss is the correct okay. number. Yep. I got it. I'll go first. I said eight. Buddy? said ten. Cool. Twelve. The correct answer is twelve. If you remember, he made 35 tournaments. Yep. I I remember that. I remember that. (laughs) That's what I thought. That's how I thought you'd answer. Listen, real real, real Coos fans blocked those out. I don't even remember that. (laughs) Yeah. No, but the the thing is, though, you can't count, like – I think three of those years because the COVID year and and the I think there's two two tournament bands so so I, I don't even count all twelve that's why I was asking you that question but go ahead you that's were all it. over that one that's pretty impressive that's yeah, really I, impressive I'm I'm a Jim Beheim fan <laughs> all right one zero zero all right one zero zero question number two how many Syracuse former Syracuse players are currently signed to an NBA contract. You have to be signed right this second. Uh, so, so what, what? Standard contracts? No, in the NBA. Is okay. there two of them on the podcast right now? There's two of them on the podcast right now. All right, all right, all right. All right. That all right. That, that helps. helps. Yeah, that helps. Actually, I don't, I don't know if I have it. <laughs> I don't think I do. It's it's. I'm not gonna give any hints. Oh, I am biking. Wow, good save. I said five. Buddy? Five. Cole? Four. I, I think I'm blanking on one. Patty, name, name, the, name your five. I mean, it's you two, uh, Jeremy Grant. Bud, you yeah. take the next two. O'Shea and MCW? MCW's not signed. MCW's not signed. Oh! The correct answer is four. <laughs> 
Yeah. Ah, damn. Yeah, he's probably, yeah, that's probably right, yeah. Dang. Count it. Count it out. I had, four, I had four written down first, and I was like, oh, I'm CW. But I honestly yeah. blanked after you two and Grant. I couldn't think of anyone else, but I knew it was more <laughs> than that. So I put five. I was just, like, going through all the teams. Damn, I thought that was right. Here's your third question. So far, it's two to zero zero. Cole's up. This is, ground needs to be made up here. Uh, who is the all-time leading scorer at Syracuse University basketball? Oh, it's easy. I actually didn't know this name when I was researching for some reason. Oh my god, I, I know who it is. I I'm blanking on his name now. I I can picture him in my head. I know his number and everything. Yeah, I mean, you should know, Zoe. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to be thrilled <laughs> if you don't know this. No, I, I think I have it right, unless I'm wrong. Is it Lawrence Martin? Gonna... Bud, was his nickname Poetry? That's oh, a... Don't count mine. Don't count mine. Don't count mine. I, I had his number 21 that I wrote Lawrence Martin, so 2-1-1. Two, two, one, one. I, I knew it was Lawrence Martin. Wow, that's a big miss for us, Bud. That's uh, a yeah, I was, I was <laughs> we're back blanking. in it. You were called him Poetry and mo in Motion. Poetry and Motion. In Motion. Yeah, yeah. There's also uh, stories. People say he used to like count his uh, points in practice. Yep. yep. Yeah. Someone said that last year. Like he'd be like, "I have 42 today in practice." Yeah. He still wears <laughs> NBA high socks to to practice currently. Yeah. Yeah. He came to a couple of years. I was there. Do you remember the alumni game? Do you remember the alumni game that Dnick Dnick played in? Lawrence was taking that game so serious. Yeah. Dnick had like 35. Yeah, he was hooping. Yeah, he was, he was doing that. I love, love watching those guys, too. In each of these next two questions, the only teams that apply are teams that have played Syracuse more than 50 times. Okay. What team does Syracuse have the best win percentage versus all time? What's the second part of the question? It's going to be the, the least, the worst percentage. Oh, wow. Oh, that's a tough one. In fact, yeah, let's answer that both right, right. Try to write them both down. I'll give you guys 60 seconds. All right, Patty's up first. So just give us your win. Your win. Okay, or you can do both. That's fine. I said Colgate and G-Town. All right, buddy. I went Cornell and Pitt. Colgate, Colgate, and I'll, I'll just say St. John's. I'll say St. John's. Buddy, who do you have for the, for the worst win percentage? Pittsburgh. The best win percentage was Colgate at 84.1%. The worst win percentage was a tie between two teams. So if you have either of these teams, you'll get a point. The first team is Georgetown, and the second team is Villanova. Oh my god! I was gonna say that because Villanova can usually shoot, but I didn't. I didn't want to say. I didn't. I didn't want to say Villanova. Wow. All right, so I get. I get two points there, right? Yeah. Help yeah. me out here. So, so Patty gets two. Yeah. Cole and Patty have three points. Buddy has one. Plenty of plenty of points left on the board. Yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah. Not right. All right. So now we're talking about specifically your 2021 to 2022 team, okay? Huh. That 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 year, those whatever 30 games. You each had at the end of the season a points per game average, right? So Patty had a value. You all three of you had that number. Yeah. What is the average of your three points per game? And okay, I'll give you plus or, plus or minus a full point either side. So there's lots of leeway, but you got to give an exact number. Oh, that's tough. Yep, 34.7. That's funny. I, 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 
I did 34.6. 34.6. Bro, I, I did 34.8. No, you have 37.8. Nah, this is a four. It's a really bad four. Oh, all right. I see the four. <laughs> Guys, yeah. I see the four now. <laughs> I, I, said the, I said the average. So hold on. Oh, Just I don't take your, num- take your numbers after- and divide them by three. Take your numbers and divide yeah. them by three. It's all right. Just give us a point. Just give us a point for all of those. <laughs> What's the answer? I'm gonna tell. I'm not. Yeah, just say. Just what did you guys have? Like thirty. Eleven point six for me. Wow. Really? It's eleven point five. Wow. That's crazy. Mine would have been eleven point five. Mine would have been eleven point five three three. Yeah, yeah. Right on wow. the dot. That's incredible. That's yeah, mine was eleven point five six. Oh my wow. god. I it think Patty was low. Like I think Buddy was nineteen two or something, what? and Cole was like what, like fourteen or thirteen? Yeah, thirteen point like eight. Three, fourteen point one, and one point three. I think you were one point three or one point four, Patty. I think that sounds right. I was one point three. I know that for a fact. You can recite every bucket. So. <laughs> yeah. Wait. So. So everyone gets definitely a point it, there. Yeah. yeah. Sure. For sure. That was, that was that sick. Was that was awesome. That puts Cole at four. That puts Patty at four. And that puts Buddy at two. Does that sound right? Yeah. Yep. I'm still mad about Lawrence Moten. All right. Yeah, go ahead. That's, that was the All right. So now, yeah, yeah. So we're through six. We've got questions now. Um, each of them have two points available on the next. There three. we go. There we go. Syracuse basketball. Highest game ever. Uh, points scored in a game by one player who was the player and how many points yeah it's a two-point question and you have to get it exact both of them all right do we have guesses are we ready yeah give us i'm ready i'm ready you good yeah i said i know this game happened so i said gmac 43 against byu buddy i think it's wrong 53 i just guessed rafael addison an older player but Good player. Uh, I want to do Lawrence Moten, 46. Bill Smith had 47 points in 1970-71 season. So you're off by one, unfortunately. Bill Smith? So, yeah. <laughs> How are we going to get that? That's a good deal. Probably Jim Bayon. So, so do I get a point for that? or No, no. Why, no. Would, you, why would you get a point? No. <laughs> I just want to see Patty's reaction to that because I know you get mad. What was the last season? So it would be right. like the first year dash the second year, like say that season, um, right. that Cuse was ranked. And what was their ranking at highest? What, what was their right. highest ranking? I said 2018-19, ranked 13th. Buddy? 2018-19-22. Cole? <laughs> 2018-2019-18. The correct year was 2018-2019. And the uh, highest ranking was 15. <laughs> Buddy, how did you not get that right? You were on the team. <laughs> Fair. That's bad. That's not me. So ah. that's one point for everyone. Not bad. Not bad. Five for Cole. Five for Patty. Yeah, I got five. Three for Buddy. <laughs> plenty, of, plenty of points left on the board. I need so a double. Let's, 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 let's stay on the topic. 22. What is the last season that Syracuse basketball was ranked number one nationally 
and what loss made them drop in the rankings. So I need a season and I need a game. So if it's at Binghamton, you say at Binghamton. If it's at home versus Binghamton, you just say at home versus Binghamton. Lots of Bearcats references today. Yeah, you're, you're a big Binghamton guy. Big. We good? We're running the America yeah. East this year, I'm telling you right I now. I got it. 2013, 2014, BC. Uh, okay. Uh, I wouldn't be CEO. I said 2013, 2014, Georgia Tech. They lost to them after. Cole? Uh, 2012-2013, home BC. It was 2013-2014, and it was at Duke. Anyone, anyone remember that no. game? That's wrong. No way. They lost the game before that to BC. Right, but they were still number one Syracuse when they played against. Oh Duke. my god! Wow. How many times week? have you seen the broadcast with one Syracuse next to their name? With no, that, is it, if, even if they had beat Duke in that game, the game that made them not be number one anymore would have been DC. No, Adam, 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 stick, stick, stick to your gut here. Stick to your gut here. Stay with it, Adam. Stay with it. I, I think That's that uh, I still got. I got the season right though. That's probably the last Adam. time we lost to BC. We, it was also the last yeah. time we wore blue jerseys. We wore blue jerseys for that game because the guys wanted to, and, and yeah, my dad said ne- never again. <laughs> yeah, it was like mismatch. Was it like the top orange and the shorts yeah. were blue or something? Yeah. They were sick, but we were like 0-4 in them, so my dad was nervous going into the game. And after, he's like, I never want to see those jerseys again. Yeah. He was like, like 5 and 20. 20. Yeah, that was yeah. bad. That was, that was the game. No, it was terrible. Uh, that was a kid on BC who they asked, like, what he'll remember or miss the most Popovich. about playing at BC. Popovich. And he said, uh, going out to eat. <laughs> going out to eat. All-time answer. Cole is five. Patty has six. Six. Buddy That's has four. four. The final yeah. question has four points available. And I'm going to give you a couple minutes for it. It's not easy. No. Um, so you're going to go back to your 2021-2022 season. And you're going to give me your biggest win, your biggest loss, your smallest win, and your smallest loss. Just the opponent. Mar- margin of victory and margin of loss, okay. or how small? I said Louisville at the Dome. Is that wrong? Oh, oh. oh, shit. I completely forgot about that. I forgot about that, too. I said Lafayette at home. <laughs> I was just thinking a regular season. Kill for it. Lafayette was, I think, twenty what, twenty five? No, no, I'm sorry, oh. 34, 34, 34. But the Florida State ACC tournament game was thirty nine. Oh, that's that's a good one, bud. That's a good one, bud. Yeah, Lafayette's a good guess. Though. I was in the back of my head, dude. I was yeah. just thinking of the games that I played the most in Louisville when I played the most. So I was like, oh, okay, okay. That's fair. Un- unfair advantage, but. but Patty was in there for like the under eight timeout. No, I know. Yeah, exactly. I got taken out in the Louisville game with like three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. All right, let's let's okay, hear the biggest I'll, loss. I'll, I'll take that loss. Biggest loss. Yeah. It's 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 Duke at home. Duke home. It is twenty five point loss Duke? to Duke. At Duke was twenty. Yeah, and then at yeah, home was yeah. worse. I think it was twenty five. Oh. That was a rough tough. game. It felt like 60, though. It felt like, yeah. <laughs> it felt like a lot. 
I think that what was it, twenty-seven to to ten or or worse or something like that. Just... All right, all right, come on. Next question. Next question. Yeah, we got That's a Colgate fun. question Smallest in win. there, and we're talking the about this. Yeah, I think I got small. Closest win. You guys are gonna get this. I I, I think I am. Jordan, right. take it home. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dom- Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Yeah. Yeah. Indiana at home. No. So Georgia I have, Tech was I one have, point. Yeah, Georgia Tech yeah. was one point. Yeah, Georgia Tech. Oh. There we go. I'm at, I might be ahead yeah. of the slider now. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, this is a big right This is the big one. This is the <laughs> yeah, this is a huge big one. one. I don't think you guys are going to get this one. <laughs> I don't think I got this one. I don't think I got it either. I kind of. I was uh, I was trying to think of shots that we had like at the end where it was like back backbreak and that we missed this, the buzzer beater. This 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 one's this this one's gonna make us all tied. I'm pretty sure. I think I got this one. Cole, I, I don't think Cole can uh-huh. win. I think I think Cole has six. Um, and Cole's Patty got, has yeah. eight, and I'm Buddy has three. seven. Okay. All right. I said Virginia at home for this. No. I said Miami on the road. Yeah, yeah. Slider hit a late three. Yeah. yeah. Miami on the road. Miami, Miami on the road. road. Correct. Yeah. Oh, oh, you did. I had yeah. home first, and then I was like, wait, I think Swider cut to one at the end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's Damn, I should have had that pull. All right. So, that, so that's a tie. Final eight, tally. Uh, eight for Buddy and Patty and seven for Cole. Actually, how about, how about, I, think of, how, how about I think of the question? Swider, Swider, you, yeah, you, you think of the tiebreaker. All right. Wow, I just went four for four. I went, wow. Yeah, that was clutch. That was that was a big time comeback. Did you get all those? All of them. Damn. I only buddy has a buddy four. hasn't missed a question since like question six. Like that, that's a, <laughs> a back end. I'm honestly comeback. kind of surprised Louisville wasn't the answer. Dude, we they were off. Yeah, they had no game. <laughs> for the for the last question of Q's trivia, I will not be involved in this, so I came up with the question. Adam did a great job. Jesse had had a big jump from his sophomore to junior year of college. Na- name how much of a point per game jump it was uh, from his sophomore to junior year. Can we be within a point again? Yeah. No, it's good. No, it's just too closest wins. Yeah, yeah closest, closest wins. wins. Yep. I can't subtract here. Uh, <laughs> I said <laughs> the jump was from three point eight to twelve point one. It was not. Well, what what's is, Patty? What's you have to give a number? Give a number. Yeah, I got it. I got. I'll, I'll finish the math here. Three point eight to twelve point one. 
Just take your. That's like eight point three. That's eight point three. Eight point three is right. Buddy is closer. It went from what one point nine points per game to twelve points a game. Wait! <laughs> oh my god! Wait, that? <laughs> You're kidding? Yeah. Was, dude, I thought it was like four to thirteen. Nope. One point nine. I thought he was. I thought he was in the threes. One point nine. Was a tough dog. look for me, not remembering how to subtract on a paper piece of, like pen and paper. House. Doghouse number. Yeah. Shout out Jesse. Big, wow. most improved player. Big, big jump. Big jump from his sophomore to junior year. Dude, he won yeah. one most improved. He was healthy. We also would have won the national championship. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we might have been nice. I agree. Well, well, that was fun. I appreciate you, Adam. Any closing thoughts on Q's trivia? Uh, I want to participate next time, so maybe someone else can come up with the questions. Thank you guys for tuning into this episode, buddy. Appreciate you coming on. Yeah, appreciate it as always, guys. Great talking to you guys. And congrats on the W. Yeah, happy for the W. Just an honor to be an anniversary guest. Love this pod, yeah. and yeah, can't wait for many more visits. And yeah, looking forward to it, you guys. Appreciate it. He's got the correspondent tag on now, so now every time we ask him to come on, he has to come on. So. <laughs> We got a correspondent in Greece and a correspondent in Detroit. We're a Bayheim podcast, as, as I stated before. So, uh, like I said, thank you guys for listening this week, and we're going to kick it over to Patty for the outro. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. What's up, everybody? Thank you guys for tuning in. We really hope you enjoyed this week's show. To find out who will be joining us next week, make sure you're following us on all social media platforms. At Swider Show on Instagram, at Swider Show on Twitter, and at Swider Show on TikTok. We also recently developed our very own YouTube page, www.youtube.com slash at Swider Show, and subscribe. You can send in a mailbag question to be featured on the show, swidershow at gmail.com. And of course, if you haven't already, make sure to turn on those notifications so you never miss an episode week to week. Cole Swider Show with Patty Casey is presented by Blue Wire Podcast and our executive producer, is Adam Lewis. Swider Show was created by Cole Swider, Patty Casey, and producer Adam Lewis. All rights reserved. Thank you guys. We'll see you next week.